0: We've got Bitcoin on the mind still, because there's a lot of new ETFs. We've had the folks from Valkyrie and ProShares on this week, but we can't forget the original Bitcoin proxy in the market, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Let's bring Ben Slavin back into the conversation. Global head of ETFs and asset servicing at BNY Mellon, which was last time we spoke. Ben had just been selected as the asset servicing provider for uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC. So what's going on there? Give us the latest. Well,
1: good morning, Oliver. Um, Grayscale earlier this week filed with the SEC, what's known as a 19 before uh, application to convert grayscale Bitcoin trust or GBTC into an ETF. And this is really the next step in the process on that journey uh, to get to the destination to, uh, again, convert uh, that product into a spot Bitcoin ETF. Um, and it would really be a game changer if the SEC was to
0: allow that to happen so the uh, odds of this what is the messaging and the signaling been from the sec about this happening
1: well you know we've seen recently the sec um warm up to bitcoin being held inside etfs but only via futures so obviously we saw uh bito the, the ProShares bitcoin futures etf launch earlier this week which was an incredible success And we've seen valkyrie launch today and uh, within the first hour of trading it seems like it's off to a good start but certainly has some ground to make up compared uh, to the trading volume we've seen in bito which started a few days ago and we are going to see more product behind that vanek is queued up for next week and there are five additional products behind waiting in the wings uh, to be approved but all of them hold futures But as far as all of the physical or spot-based Bitcoin ETFs, they are all still pending SEC approval. And that includes GBTC as well. Um, So all of those products are at some point in their journey, but still waiting with the SEC with no time frame attached yet.
0: So the embrace of the futures ETFs, do you think that there is precedent for a broader embrace of the other funds and Including GBTC, or are the two disconnected in the uh, regulators' eyes?
1: Well, I think both types of products represent different regulatory issues, and certainly there are lots of considerations. Even between the products, there are some important variances. But what we see is a tremendous demand. Or having Bitcoin and more broadly, digital asset exposure wrapped into traditional financial products and specifically ETFs. So ProShares is a good example. Um, we've seen all of the success uh, in the last couple of days in terms of asset gathering and trading volume in BITO but a few months ago and more quietly, they launched a mutual fund, which essentially does the exact same thing as BITO, but it was the ETF that's attracted all the attention um, and all the investor interest. So again, demonstrating not only uh, the traditional financial product route demand, but also inside the ETF structure.
0: Okay, so now uh, as far as what you've seen thus far, Ben, as an ETF expert, what do you think about how these new futures funds are trading?
1: Well, we're seeing, again, the trading volume has been um, exceeding my expectations. In fact, again, we've seen uh, the all-time record go down, uh, you know, which was previously held by GLD. Uh, all the way back to 2004 in terms of the fastest to a billion and setting records for new products on trading volume really you know i think it was 3 to 4 billion notional over the last couple of days alone but futures products are different than spot um, and there are some important differences that investors need to be aware of specifically around the costs that um, investors could incur when the ETF itself rolls the futures contract um, from the front month uh, to the following months um, you know, as the fund um, grows, but also as the contracts that uh, the fund is in. Uh, expire. And we're starting to see that already. Um, In addition, position limits are another issue uh, that could arise in a uh, futures-based product that's not inherent in SPOT. So there are some limits to how much um, BITO and any futures-based ETF might be able to hold in a single contract or in total uh, across the futures curve.
0: Okay. So, Ben, uh, one of the things that we saw, the capacity of uh, the futures market, uh, uh, given the limitations of how uh, many futures these uh, funds can hold, that uh, uh, we're already kind of approaching uh, some of the limits here. Is that going to get distributed out the more ETFs uh, enter the market?
1: Well, certainly um, Valkyrie and the other products that are behind it are going to offer additional capacity in the market that's clear Um, you know as the funds continue to grow um, they will be forced as they bump into position limits to begin to spread those contracts further out the curve and really the impact to investors is really the tracking versus the bitcoin spot price because again depending on the you know the where the futures are trading and what positions the ETF is in, that will really dictate uh, the exposure that the investors are getting. So it's very important for investors to be very um, clear as to what the ETF holds and and where it might be vis-a-vis position limits. The good news is that ETFs are transparent. So you're able to really see that uh, down to the penny um, as the ETFs are required and always do disclose what they're holding on a daily basis
0: is there going to be a real noticeable difference among i mean there's like 15 of these things waiting in the wings right? i mean you don't know you know the number better than i do but there's a lot of them there's a long list is there going to be any real difference in experience of holding these do you think or will it really you know matter i mean i guess some of them might charge more than others but let's just say they all have the same fee is there going to be any difference of which one i pick or can i just randomly choose one
1: well great question i i think there's a few things certainly um size and liquidity matter and that first mover advantage has always been key in etfs but there will be a few differences um, that are important to investors first um, with the van Eck product they are coming in at a cheaper price point fees matter and in some of these products um, it really does make a difference and they are looking to come in at a again a cheaper price point In terms of the other products out there, um, there's a big scrum. Uh, Some are looking to get to market first, uh, again, hoping to reap the spoils with with the greatest amount of assets, but there are others that are looking to provide different types of variations um, on their structure uh, to to really try to differentiate, either make it easier from a liquidity um, standpoint or provide some kind of a feature that is unique Uh, to that particular ETF to provide a different spin or a little bit of a different investor experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it will all come down to what ultimately is approved um, as we go forward here uh, in the coming months.
0: Ben, last point back to GBTC. Do you think the competitive uh force of these new futures funds will uh pull on the uh, assets from gbtc and how uh can uh, uh how can the fund uh, retain you know what it's got in it already how, how does it uh, is there anything that can be tweaked to uh keep that as a popular way to play the 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 space well
1: I think GBTC will remain uh, a popular way to play the space. It is the big dog with over 40 billion in in AUM um, and, you know, all of the history and the awareness of the GBTC ticker. Um, And it also has no redemption feature. Um, So all of those assets are captive. The real issue is the the premium, or in this case, the discount um, that is inherent in the product today, and what impact these new futures-based ETFs may or may not have on GBTC itself, and so, um, you know, that story hasn't played out yet, so that would be one to watch, Um, but certainly, um, you know, we are seeing investors again, um, you know, have more choice, which has been the hallmark of the ETF industry, Uh, so you have GBTC, and now you're going to have, you know, certainly ProShares, Valkyrie, and, you know, probably a whole bunch more that are going to come behind it.
0: Okay. Ben, good to catch up. Thanks for being here. Appreciate the uh, candor. Thanks. Thanks, Slavin. Global Head of ETFs and Asset Servicing at BNY.